kick off with some project updates from me. Um, this is Crypto Coronado. You can find me at Crypto Coronado on both Telegram and on Twitter. Um, I'm our CEO here at El Dorado, and we have just had the greatest um, kind of streak of development progress that has also overlapped with uh, the market upturn and Bitcoin price and ETF approval, but also um, it's very interesting the way that the stars are kind of aligning with what we're building. Um, when looking at the broader crypto market, the broader technological progress of the space, um, and kind of some of the more granular pieces of uh, how Eldorado and Maya and Kujira are coming together. So, um, super exciting stuff. Uh, basically, the the message we have is looking at at the way things are developing and the timing. Um, Everything is lining up perfectly for a bull run for both my protocol and for Eldorado and for this general cross chain space. Um, you know, I, I like the saying uh, that <laughs> if you see the dance video on our page, that's me dancing. I'm a dancer. And uh, timing does not mean uh, doing things fast, timing thing means doing things at the right time. And uh, it's a very interesting principle. And there are many things in crypto uh, that do not allow you to game the timing aspect of when things come to market. Uh, there were great protocols and ideas that came to market during bad timing that no matter how good their idea was or their team or how much money they threw at a problem, the timing was simply wrong because there are so many variables in trying to launch a successful company that it is, um, it, it is impossible to account for them all and more than that, is it is impossible to create your own perfect timing uh, as a result of like your own will. So um, timing does not mean doing things fast. It means doing things at the right time. Um, on the one hand, I would have preferred that uh, the Maya roadmap was coming along more quickly and that we had Aztec this summer as we had hoped and summer is now over. Um, and that could, you know, the Kujira integration was faster and was was live a month ago, things like that. At the same time, this um, longer and more careful approach, uh, not more careful, but the necessary approach that we've taken um, and that Maya has taken to these integrations, I think has set us up in a way, uh, you know, in a fortuitous way that provides for perfect timing. Um, so what's really interesting about uh, this Kujira integration going live and then hopefully uh, at Eldorado are um, our charts and our DEXAG going live ideally in the next day to week. Um, it's unclear if that will happen before or after the weekend. Um, but these are enormous developments and had they happened a month ago, it's possible that nobody would care. Uh, and so I'm looking at this as an incredibly fortunate um, piece of timing um, in the sense that uh, we are going to be able to offer these things as the market is picking up and as we're gaining momentum. and uh, you know, it is um, it is all looking real good. 
So uh, some, some small things. Uh, our new UI is going to be, uh, ideally our new UI and our charts are gonna be live possibly by the end of today. Um, if not early next week, uh, one of the things that we struggle with is promising specific dates on things like this. Um, everybody knows in the crypto space, it's always promise, promise, and then things end up not happening on time. Um, it's really nice to be able to um, <laughs> give you some sense, whether it's, I, I like to say, don't promise a date, but promise, is it days, is it weeks, or is it months? Um, and I would say that our new UI and our chart are gonna come in a matter of days. Um, that is my rough estimate on that. And while that might seem like a minor thing, realize that there are a bunch of people out there looking for cross-chain swaps and no other DEX interface, cross-chain DEX, to my knowledge, has a good charting system, um, which to me, as coming in and, you know, as we're building this product from zero, I'm like, wow, that's free money on the table. Why are there no charts? We want, like, people like, people like charts. As much as we want to cater to retail eventually, Right now, like the DGN crypto space, are traders. They're, you know, you people are investors. You being on this space, you're early to things, and um, you know it's important to um, to be able to see what you're doing. So uh, anyway, charts, um, charts, and new UI. I don't know if you've seen glimpses of our UI, but we basically have a a less a, a non-moving, still very jungly, but non-moving, a little bit um, chilled out interface for our homepage. Uh, we know that our uh, our interface to date has been, uh, some people love it, some people hate it, uh, it's maybe divisive. Um, the words I use when I describe what I want the vision and the, the UI UX to be for Eldorado is I, I like words like immersive and rich. And um, bad design I consider sanitized and too reductionist and modernist. Um, and when I look at all of the old, um, you know, not the old, but when I look at Uniswap and SushiSwap and kind of the precedents that have been set for DEXs, I find them very boring and, and flavorless. So my goal is still with Eldorado, we want to have a rich, immersive interface. We want it to feel like an experience, which yes, is not going to be like the most bland and simple, like DeFi spot interface that you've seen. Like that's not what we're going for. We're trying to differentiate ourselves. We really like this branding of like the city of gold and jungle and gold and torches and temples um so expect more of that and we have that new interface coming out um uh, hopefully in days um, my cto is um currently working on that um beyond that uh behind the scenes we are um we are still fundraising our seed round is still filling up it's going um coming along and what i can just tell you without any specific numbers there is that interest has picked up massively in our seed round in the past week now to the timing point was this because of the kuji integration or was it because of the bitcoin pump or was it because of you know some favorable just like grassroots support we're starting to get from kuji and cosmos projects like shrimp nfts which shouts out them they've been publishing like free guides on how to use our platform without us asking um was it any of those things um no it was all of those things right yeah, this is all kind of um, a combination of factors at the same time. And so we've had a lot of inbound investor interest. Um, our seed round is now, um, people have to compete for it. And we are we are seeing it as like, okay, who do we want in our seed round? We get to choose. Um, we have space left in the lowest valuation tier, which is $4 million. A $4 million valuation is freaking nothing in crypto. So, coffee sip. Um, so, 
it's going to be a question of who has aligned values, who do we think is a long-term stakeholder and investor and supporter um, for legal reasons and other things. We don't have investors, we don't call them investors. We have supporters and our supporters, uh, nudge, nudge, um, are people who are financially uh, supporting our project. But I also like that reframe rather than calling them investors, both because that's um, legally questionable, but also because I, I want to see the people supporting my treasury and who are going to help us pay salaries and help us develop and connect. I wanna see them as supporters who are supporting the protocol, um, not just waiting there to sell a speculative token as we have <clears throat> really emphasized a lot throughout. Uh, we are not building this, this city of gold with a vision of a speculative token, and we don't plan for it to be a 2024 flash in the pan that disappears. Um, my CTO and I, you know, I, I was at his wedding two weeks ago. Um, we want to be building this for five to 10 years. Uh, we, we are very serious about this company. We're very serious about the promise of El Dorado. Um, this is not something you're going to stop hearing about or that we are going to stop working on for the next many years of our lives. And that, um, I guess if it takes kind of a personal appeal, like we take that very seriously. Um, so we're positioning ourselves to be working on this for years. Uh, and, you know, the volume is coming. Um, El Dorado volume is picked up uh, at a non-linear rate. We never expected it to be linear. We expected it to be very low. And then as people find what we're doing and what we can do, large amounts of volume get pushed through our platform. And we've explained this many times, guys. Our revenue model has two streams. One stream is platform fees. One stream is Maya node. That means we make, we make money as a, as a treasury um, to pay salaries and fund marketing expenses. Um, basically, when any activity happens on the Maya network, we make money because we are a node operator, a big one. We're one of the biggest nodes. Uh, so that means anyone who in another context might be seen as our competition is actually our friend because uh, it creates a positive sun relationship where if anyone is channeling volume through Maya, we win. So those are our friends and we like that. That's the kind of relationship we wanna have with other interfaces. Second is platform fees. We take the lowest fees of any Maya protocol interface. If you want to get Gucci, if you want to do swaps, the lowest fee place you can do that is El Dorado, plain and simple. And if somebody were to compete with us on that, we would lower our fees. Um, we are proud to be low fee. We are also running a lean, very tight ship in terms of our budget, in terms of our team. Um, we are able to do this and be cost competitive, and we don't have this big bloated, you know, Oftentimes when com companies raise a bunch of VC money, which we have not done, we've taken zero money from VCs, um, that, you know, they get a, a 50K plus burn rate and they're, they get sloppy with their money. They get sloppy with their finances. We are running a very tight, well-ordered ship um, and we are very financially con conscious, conscious in the sense that we are supported by small numbers of our community. Those are our supporters. That's our seed round. Uh, we are not going to raise again. We are not going to take millions of dollars from VCs. Uh, it's not what we believe in. It's not the kind of protocol we want to build. And we are supremely confident in the profitability of what we are building uh, insofar as we will not need to take large amounts of money from VCs in later on rounds. Um, I like the, the literal envisioning of a seed round and runway. Runway is a, a short period of time after which you leave the ground. Uh, to go raise again would imply that your plane can't fly and that you have to return to the ground multiple times. That's not what we are doing. We need a little bit of runway into 2024, and then we are taking off and we aren't coming back to the ground. Um, and to those who are in the seed round, they're going to own 10% of our revenue model. That revenue model 
I'm, I'm looking at the screen right now in terms of what volume passes through El Dorado and what percentage we take, which is currently 75 basis points. Or if you never took econ, that is 0.75 of a percent. Um, in any case, our revenue model is solid. It's just starting to get going. Um, this adoption and the volume pump through it will be nonlinear. Uh, human beings are very bad at thinking nonlinearly. We are good at thinking about uh, man throws spear and the spear falls at a constant rate at a target that is moving at a constant speed. And uh, exponential thinking is very hard for us, whether that's viral growth or exponential flows of capital. Uh, and specifically, financial assets tend to flow exponentially. Um, it's kind of, they slosh around like a liquid. And, uh, you know, I call it liquidity. Um, in any case, if somebody pushes a million dollars worth of Bitcoin through my protocol tomorrow, um, we might close our round because we no longer need to be raising. That, that's where we're at. It would fill our treasury to a point where our goal is not to be beholden to a bunch of supporters or investors. Like our goal is to be a viable, functioning, revenue positive company. And if we are able to cover all of our costs and be profitable, we're gonna lower our fees. We're gonna lower our fees as low as we can keep them while still retaining some amount of like um, comfortable cushion in our treasury to fund expansion. You know, we, I, I don't even wanna tell you what our budget is right now, but like we are spending very, very little money and we are making a lot of progress. We have a full-time CTO developing. We have a couple of us running kind of the back end, the marketing, you know, commissioning sweet edits like that one pinned to our profile by Chris Winnig. But overall, like we are running a very lean ship and uh, things are happening fast and it's very bullish. Um, so it's kind of like, if you like this now with barely any budget, uh, you're gonna love us when we start cranking revenue and start cranking volume through our platform, collecting that to the treasury, and then we can hire multiple more devs. We're gonna be able to, we're gonna be able to speed up our development iteration time so, so much by helping our CTO. Um, new front-end things are gonna come faster. Um, cool edits, memes, videos, ambassador programs, things like that. Like once we have a budget, this thing's going to take off. And I know that because A, I'm working on it every day, but B, it is already beginning to take off and we are basically unfunded uh, and doing this because we believe in the mission, we believe in what we're building and we know it's going to be huge. So uh, if anybody listening is interested in our seed round, uh, get in touch with me, Crypto Coronado, or uh, yeah, DM this main account. Uh, we're always here to have a conversation. And beyond that, we're also here to gather like community input. We want to welcome your ideas. We want to be able to, if you have a, if you see a cool thing on a DEX that I've never heard of or a CTO doesn't know about, and you make us aware of that and we can build it, like it, it's so, so much positive potential for gathering inf input, especially from our early community, our early adopters. Uh, so to any of you guys who are out there, you know, in the crypto space and have ideas what that could be for tokenomics for the Eldo token, Eldo will be our ticker. Um, any of that stuff, uh, our DMs are open. We are always excited to learn more and to be really gathering best practices. We kind of have a, a humility with what we're doing where it's like, we, we think we know the best way to do this, but we're not 100%. Like we are going to need to figure out um, increasingly how to integrate best practices over time um, in an evolutionary process. That's the way we see this. And it's possible that involves pivots and that involves you know, more emphasis on our on and off ramp or more emphasis on our trading interface. Um, where the platform goes is gonna be a matter of who uses it, how they use it, and our input from community. Um, and so, 
those are the major updates and kind of a, a statement of where we are in late October of 2023. Um, I am up here with Humble, who is one of our team members, uh, and we would like to invite anybody up to ask questions. So, uh, or questions about anything I said as well. So I'm just going to mute here and uh, yeah, um, please ask to speak if you'd like to ask a question. And actually, actually, Humble, do you want to give any update from your end just on the way you see things? Yeah, like uh, we, we, we've seriously seen the uptick uh, with the Kajiri integration has uh, really brought a lot more attention to how Maya is operating and the potential that is there. Uh, you know, we have uh, with Kajira, the USK is coming out and with the greater adoption uh, and the potential that we can have those cross-chain swaps from, you know, PTC to Kujira and not including what's coming down the road with, uh, as mentioned in Maya's in, in the past, uh, Arboretum and Caspa and uh, eventually Cardano. It's, it's a time to be very, bullish in a time of, of a bear, overall bear market. This, this, this is where actual projects are founded, forged, and hardened in order to actually get us to that next level. As you, as we, you mentioned before, like we don't want to be that flash in the pan. We want to be that lasting place that you want to perform your financial activities and you want to you know, be involved with, with the community. Because as you can see, like our swap platform and what we have now is just a, a stepping stone for what will be coming not including what aztec has mentioned you know where, where there will be a level uh side chain with the smart contract capability that utilizes powers the gas and there's just so much more that could be built and created on that platform and what we plan to create on that platform we we're looking to the community to help uh, shape what they want we're here for you guys to build what you want. We'll, we'll provide anything we need to, but we're here for the community in order to create something that's usable and functional and creates that financial freedom that everybody wants. So if anybody's got any questions, don't, uh, don't be shy, request the mic and uh, hit us up. We'll answer best us best we can. Yeah, and it, it's kind of funny that those are good, all good points, Humble, thank you. It's kind of funny, I like forget which hat I'm wearing, right? So the hat that I was wearing for a lot of that monologue was, hey, we're building a badass cross-chain DEX, which is 100% true, and we are. And that's what we have built. And there's kind of a line between like what we have built and what we will build. And I, I just from an ethical perspective, I, I have trouble like hyping up or talking too much about things that don't exist yet. I like feel like it's almost disingenuous to like, well, it's gonna, we're going to have this crazy other things that just don't exist yet, but they're going to be there. Kind of like the, the startup founder who is you know, pitching and lying. Um, but so we have, and I love talking about it, everything we've talked about so far, what's cool is it exists already. We have a functioning cross-chain DEX. Um, it's going to have a peer-to-peer -peer on an off-ramp. That's like the next step that I'm really excited about, and that's in the works. But to what Humble said, switching hats from what exists now to what is going to exist, the entire Aztec ecosystem is going to have a Cambrian explosion, and we are going to be a central fixture of it. Um, for those who are late to the party, Aztec is Maya Protocol's programmable L1. Realize that if you're a ThorChain person, you're kind of, ThorChain is limited to ThorChain and what ThorChain does, which is fundamentally facilitate 
cross-chain transactions and do cross-chain banking, more or less. It does not have a programmable L1. It has no plan to have a programmable L1. Maya protocol is the same, but 50% more capital efficient. Some interesting improvements because it was built later with the example of ThorChain not being perfect and it has improvements. You kind of have to get into the technical docs to understand the differences, but there are differences that make Maya protocol per TVL, like if they both have 100 mil TVL, Maya protocol is 50% more efficient in terms of um, much of its operation. Anyways, Maya is then going to have a programmable L1 that plays into this whole cross-chain liquidity game. Thorchain does not have that. Maya is going to have that. We, we are the first and only Maya native front end, and we are the first project on Maya. Realize that. Like there is not another uh, Thor, Thor Wallet Dex integrated Maya as a back end thing you can flip on and off. We are the first project on in the Maya slash Aztec ecosystem. And we basically have the stamp of approval from the Maya team to be the central development hub. And what, what does that mean? You know, uh, I've been talking with some of the Thor starter guys. We might build a, what we're going to call a fair launcher, essentially a fundraising mechanism, a fair launcher based on some of their sale contracts. Um, into El Dorado. So like think about a DEX that has like kind of a, a fair launcher. I don't want to call it an IDO platform because we're not going to do pump and dump IDOs, but like a fundraising mechanism for pre-sale tokens on a DEX. We're going to have that as like, you know, a little module attached to El Dorado. So we're going to be the central DEX of Maya protocol and Aztec chain. We're going to have a fair launcher attached. And then it just becomes a question of how many Legos do we want to add and, and how big of a team can we build to run all these things? Um, there's much talk of how you know, these teams and protocols should be decentralized in our space. Um, I believe that the technology should be decentralized, but if you want to get things done, you need some, some more centralized entities. Um, and they need to be high integrity and they need to be vetted and transparent. Um, but if you look at how like TFL functioned at the center of the Terra ecosystem, Outside of the bad things like the algorithmic stablecoin, which they, you know, outside of that, essentially TFL with no algorithmic stablecoin and no Luna was essentially a development hub. It was giving grants, it was funding projects, it was getting teams together, it was communicating, it was marketing, and it was running the central exchange, TerraSwap. We see Eldorado as, as, as you know, in, in a higher integrity and less risky way, moving to be kind of a, a we call it a central pillar of this Maya and Aztec ecosystem. Um, and this is far beyond just our aspirations as a really badass, really functional, high quality cross-chain DEX, which we are and we will continue to be and get better. Um, we are going to build a, essentially a, a central pillar of this entire ecosystem that doesn't even exist yet. Um, I've always liked the idea with Maya protocol that, that we are building we are building three cycles, not, not three cycles, market cycles, but like meta narratives in crypto. We're building two or three meta narratives ahead. When is like the Aztec explosion going to be? Well, timing, probably in the middle of the in the beginning of bull season, like this coming spring of 2024 or later. Um, we could not be better positioned to do that. And it would be a bummer, actually, if Maya got Aztec ready and launched it in August of 2023. That was not a happy time in the markets and in, in anything. Um, so I see this as like supreme timing. We are building our cross-chain decks. It already exists. We're not just like a deck with an idea. But beyond that, we have this opportunity to build something far greater with the programmable L1 that is Maya chain. And uh, I am very excited for that. And when I look at my vision for building this for the next years of my life, uh, 
the the Aztec explosion is um, is a significant one. Um, there has been discussion with the Maya team about maybe changing the name of Aztec because of the other Aztec L2. Um, I don't know what the status on that is, and it's not really up to us. I think names like Inca or Olmec. Well, Inca, I'm a history nerd, so Inca is South America and not Central America, so I don't think we should do Inca, but Olmec could be cool. Um, anyways, that is my bit on uh, just to follow up on Humble, and if anybody would like to ask a question, you are now welcome to uh, come on up and speak. Maybe while we're waiting, what uh, maybe we should uh, let them know how the re redesign of our platform is going to be going and looking forward and what the small changes we can anticipate uh, with how it's going to look. So uh, everyone's, as mentioned before, like, all right, everybody, uh, just just uh, as a teaser, it seems like we have a lot of listeners and maybe not a lot of followers along. Um, I am going to, from the Eldorado account, because I'm assuming many of you, it's Friday, well, Friday morning, depending on where you are. Um, I'm going to share, I don't know if you've seen our latest um, peek at our UI UX, but um, just because you're all listening here, I'm going to, in real time, share some screenshots of what that might look like for you guys all to see. And this is going to be commented on the AMA link. Um, again, you guys can all still um, comment things if you want or, or ask to speak if you would like to um, ask a question. Uh, all right, I'm taking screenshots right now, and we're going to show you the new UI UX in real time. Uh, and this is not totally final, but we would love your feedback. And again, you know, when we came out with the, um, the the kind of the rich moving Maya interface, that was a risk. That was a design risk. Come on, we're not we're not idiots. It didn't happen by accident. Um, that was a design risk, and some people liked it, and some people hated it, and and we had disagreements too within our team as to whether that was what we should be doing um, or not. And at the end of the day, um, I don't know. I think it's important to be. Um, mindful of all of the feedback and we just always want to be uh receptive okay uh, go ahead uh question yeah i'm i'm still searching to i get the ideas that you're planning to implement but i'm still looking for what's exactly the roadmap for these ideas uh um the ideas in general yeah you, i mean i know the uh, i know the for example the stack is coming in uh, looking at the maya protocol we know that stack is probably launching in, in the first quarter of uh, the next year but those uh aztec is a smart contract platform so what is what is the exactly thing what you want to build on and what's the time frame for that um so so we could build something like perps using using aztec um we could build various essentially banking lending leverage trading 
kind of any of the, you know, it, it sounds it sounds reductive to say, but many, many ecosystems need kind of their staple things. They need an exchange, they need an NFT marketplace, they need a lending and borrowing hub. Um, not only can Aztec build all of those, but it's not just going to be like, oh, it's Trader Joe, which is basically Ethereum, but a little faster, like on Avalanche. Um, instead, what it's going to be is more like we can do like, you know, in, interesting cross-chain operations. Think about all of these things that every ecosystem has and now picture the ability for cross-chain operations and cross-chain liquidity I, I to happen. Get I get that. But I mean, what is the priority for Eldorado? For, for, so what's so right now, right now, let's talk, let's talk in the near term. By the way, for everybody who is online or on their computers, um, I just posted four screenshots of what we think our new interface is going to look like. And that is on our main Twitter page. So check that out. Um, so right now we are mostly focused on charts and our new UI UX uh, followed by DEX aggregation and DEX aggregation should be um, coming ideally in like the next week. Um, that is looking great. Um, so that's like our near term goals. In, in many ways, our development timeline is um, is mediated or, or uh, is confined by some degree to how fast Maya is moving along. And we have to be working in close step with them because ultimately we are working to be the best, lowest fee, fastest, smoothest primary front end, but they are the back end. And uh, to do that, we need to be in close communication with them. We also need to have good relationships, um, but we are all, we are all. Um, Maya has good precedent to follow in terms of ThorChain, but at the same time, like anything else in the crypto world, we, we, are, we are building new things and we are, we are kind of building the plane as we fly it. Um, so, I mean, I can tell you near term, like I just gave you the list of the features up front. So in the grand scheme, you know, in order for us to think about what we wanna build on Maya first or to start incubating projects on Maya, um, on Aztec, I mean, Aztec's Maya, we need to start essentially putting out feelers as to what's possible and when it will be live. But we are somewhat like confined by the development timeline. And we also are confined by bandwidth. Um, we have basically a team of three or four right now. And um, we don't have a lot of funding. And so we want to and need to raise money, crank more revenue, hire more people, and that will expand our ability to build these things faster and more efficiently. Um, but again, we're just at such early stages right now. Um, we're doing as much as we can as it becomes technically possible. So, so what are your goals to raise the money? Uh, like what are the details of our seed round? Yeah, well, I know this is seed round, but there was also an idea to release the tokenomics. I think that's part of the way to capture <laughs> value. Yeah, or, so that's possible. I actually don't like that idea, um, specifically because most tokenomics are bullshit, like they're lies. Like they're, uh, they're a chart that somebody put together in Excel and made a nice Canva diagram for, <laughs> but they're not cryptographically binding. Like most tokenomics are something that founders, and I know this because I've been working in crypto for long enough, sorry to ruin this for you, but uh, most tokenomics are lies. And it's that founders can essentially change, they can essentially change many things about tokens up until the moment of launch. So like the version of tokenomics that they raise money on is often not the version of tokenomics that they end up launching. And where we're at right now is our raise is $500,000 for 10% of Eldorado. And when I say 10% of Eldorado, I didn't say the Eldo token, although that is the plan, right? 
So there's 100% of the token, 10% is going for 500K, that reflects a $5 million valuation. And the exact form and structure of that Eldo token, we are still deciding exactly what we want it to look like, how we want to shape it. Um, we're trying to gather what we consider like the best practices long-term from the Thor token, from the TGT token, from like our favorite DEX tokens that are comparable, but also taking into account, we have this new ability as a programmable L1 um, capable chain. We also have to decide where is our token? Is it on Maya chain? Is it, is it on Aztec? Um, there are many of these things that are up in the air technically. Um, and so almost the opposite of a founder who will lie to you and tell you on a slide, like this is exactly our tokenomics and here's how we're gonna do it. And then they end up changing it because they were just trying to raise money. We are saying, we are offering 10% of the thing and we are still figuring out exactly what the thing is and how it works. Um, and yeah, that's what I can tell you. And that's for me coming from me as somebody who's been involved in a lot of tokens and I, I have found the ethics behind people launching them to be very low. And uh, I want to be incredibly transparent and also try to do the best thing for our community and best thing for our platform. Um, and that very likely means in Q1 or Q2 of 2024, when we are going to launch a token, we gather all of the best, smartest minds, the gigabrains, and we figure out what the best possible model is for a long-term like value accrual mechanism. Um, but I'm very not tied to releasing concrete tokenomics that I don't think would be honest. I got that. And I, I, I realize here's the thing. I realize that's a that's an unsatisfying answer, and it's a good question. But yeah, that's where we're at. And at the end of the day, we're being stubborn, man. We don't have a single VC on our cap table. We've accepted no VC money. That is stubbornness. Uh, it would be way easier to try to get VCs to throw us a bunch of money, and then we're beholden to them, or we have to jump through the hoops, and we are just not doing it. Yeah. So the thing is, and I'm I'll be honest with you. The thing is, what I find difficult is how you want to manage this all the coming months. So, uh, as you said before, it's your El Dorado isn't as of as of now. It's not a really big team, right? So, how are you going to manage this all? Well, I mean, our revenue has basically doubled in the past two weeks. At this rate, we are going to have more and more money to bring in more and more full-time people. Um, we're vetting people very carefully in terms of who we want to work with. We want high-integrity people. We want people that we meet in the real world and have real relationships with. As much as we are kind of anon, it's important to us that we um, have some sense of who we're working with and that we can trust them and that they are a good worker and that we are setting high standards for the team. Uh, and that comes largely from kind of our founding team and our leadership. and. Um, establishing that like the starter couple people um, are going to set the tone for the entire rest of the um, the company. But essentially to that answer, we are raising money. Like I have fundraising calls today, tomorrow. I had two yesterday. Like people are interested in getting in and we're slowly raising money. And as that money increases and as our treasury grows just from protocol revenue, we will start hiring and building out an apparatus to really scale this thing. Um, and it's only going one direction and that is that is up and right. All right, thanks. Thank you for the, uh, thank you for the answers.
Thank you for the question. And and yeah, um, those are yeah, those are good. Those are the hard questions, right? <laughs> but I, it's very easy for me to sit up here and spin you a big story, right? Very hard for you to get, or very hard to say, okay, how are you going to do that? And those are important questions. So, uh, would anybody else like to hop up and ask a question? And if not, um, we might close this up. Uh, again, I posted uh, some look and feel at our new interface um, on the Eldorado main. So uh, go check that out. We have some cool. Um, yeah, just some cool look and feel. I think it's still very jungly. It's still gold. Um, and th these aren't the final looks. And uh, yeah, it's going to be an iterative process. At the end of the day, we know the most important thing is our function, right? It's uh, can we deliver really smooth transactions and all of these things. Um, yeah, so anybody, if they have any more questions or they want to just drop it in the chat or attach to this just uh, go ahead oh we got one here go ahead ross ross how's it going sir you're muted yeah hello everybody nice to share with you uh i just wanted to ask yesterday after the the space we've been together when we listened to the other project i just pop into the page which you were sharing with eldorado and i'm yeah. Basically, heavy Cosmos user, so I got IBC familiar and everything else. And it's it's good yeah. to give a bit more clarity how people can onboard, how people can onboard, and uh, if there is any whitelisting and stuff. Thank you. Um, I don't know what you mean by whitelisting, but just are you saying for generally just using the platform? Yes, yes, because I, I was trying and I couldn't really onboard. Interesting. Um, so I, th I think the key would be um, just having some degree of, I mean, if you have a key store or a multi-chain wallet, the goal is you can plug in and you can start swapping. And especially when our, we get our DEX aggregation up um, through Cosmos and IBC, we're going to be able to link to like many, many assets. And the goal would be that we um, are simply a one-stop shop. Um, I, I don't know what wallet you're using, but our goal is that you can go from zero to one on our platform. And it might mean that if you don't have a multi-chain wallet, you could go to the top right and click connect wallet and download a new key store. And that would be the wallet you use for Eldorado. Um, I'm personally a fan of spinning up more wallets because people should decentralize kind of their risk and their, um, that's just my personal thing. I have many wallets and I'm fine with that because I'd prefer to do that. Um, but in terms of onboarding, Humble, do you have any like specific advice to his question there? I, I don't know if I'm getting at, at that exactly. Yeah, so like right now, there, there's there are really two main options that uh, to be used on our platform. So uh, XDeFi is one with the key store and key store itself. As time progresses, as more wallets integrate Maya itself, I believe uh, Leap is one that'll be coming and there'll, there'll be other Cosmos wallets uh, It'll be integrating Maya itself. So as it stands right now, we're a little limited based on the connectivity, but your best bet is creation of a, a key store wallet and or XDFi uh, to create that multi-chain wallets to make that connection. Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds good because at the moment, because I didn't have that kind of wallet. And it was like, I'll do it like, you know, because I was doing different things. Yeah, the, 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 the wallet uh, wallet connection is, is one aspect that uh, Maya itself has been wrangling for a while. And 
uh, it's a challenge for to get people on board on a new chain but it doesn't go without effort uh, we see it every day on the back end with uh, the my team progressively making strides toward having that connectivity within uh, the greater ecosystem but uh, a large uh, wallet we, we chose xd5 because it doesn't just connect Cosmos, it connects Cosmos, Ethereum, Arborinum, Avalanche, uh, Bitcoin. It, it's that one-stop shop as mentioned before, and we, we think that's probably and likely our best bet for connection, but we do have to wait on the wallet integrations by the wallets themselves. So at this time, our, a key store XDFI connection or just a key store wallet connection is your best bet for, for onboarding. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, any other uh, questions from anybody else? Just raise your hand, make a request. And uh, on on that note, I just want to ask you a question back, Ross. Um, I I and we are trying to make as many positive relationships as we can with ecosystems like Cosmos and like uh, essentially I, we can take this to DMs. But like we want to know how from step one when you get to our website we can be more Cosmos friendly or what guide you know we we could even like pay you to write a guide on like el dorado for a cosmos person or write a twitter thread and like our goal is we really want to reach out to these communities um and we it sounds like hokey but like we care like we care about you being able to use our platform and uh giving the best user experience possible especially considering that you know i'm looking in the chat here we have Dorchain people we have terra people we have cosmos people we have probably some uh ETH, eth people and some Hopefully, no toxic Bitcoin maximalists. But um, at the end of the day, we'd love your help in making this like as as applicable as possible. So uh, if you could, um, yeah, let's like have a DM. I I'd love to know essentially how could we write a Cosmos guide? It's like I, I am not personally super deep in Cosmos, nor have I been because there's too many things going on. Um, and so I would love if you know I I would love to write a Cosmos guide in the language that people on the Cosmos side will understand. So anyway. Um, whether that's going on spaces with Cosmos people. Uh, I know Cosmos, Cosmos Haas is one of our big supporters. Um, he's actually in our seed round, Cosmos Haas, if you don't follow him. But um, yeah, anyway, we would love to do that outreach and write a guide or something. Well, good for us because I'm going to be partial to the week up. So there is going to be a lot of content creation going on there. So there is definitely going to happen something like that, what you're saying, and then we may discuss that. So, so we can do a tutorial, video, or something like best foods, try it, anything. So yeah, this is definitely going to happen. There is because because people people will have difficulties if they're not like this technical. Because now we're expecting brand new users, which are not like for me like Ledger first. Uh, but there is people who like Binance, you know. And they, they, they need a bit more explanation to do that, to, to be able to onboard. For them, it's going to be impossible without any help. Totally, man. And, and I've always said that, like, the best, the best customer we have is the one that makes their first wallet to use our platform. Like, we want to be able to onboard people not just from other Web3 ecosystems or from Binance or from centralized exchanges. I, I want to onboard, you know, my, my brother-in-law who doesn't own any crypto. And I need him to get his first wallet. I need him to get his first Satoshi's or his ETH and uh, his first his first Atom. And uh, yeah, that's kind of the vision we're building with. And that's also why we want our phrasing and our terminology to be 
um, non-crypto specific. You know, when we talk about things like liquidity providing and LPs and just the little words around there, we want to make it as as generally friendly to every person, whether they're in crypto or not, as possible. Um, that's just as a marketing thing. So anyways, I'm going to shoot you a DM after this, and we would love to talk about like how we can do this better um, for the Cosmos ecosystem and, and beyond. This is a marketing thing, and we want um, our community involved in helping us communicate what we have, which is something very valuable for everybody. Cool. Thank you so much for that question. Would anybody else like to hop up? I realize we're getting um, late on and towards the hour mark, and uh, I have been talking a lot. You can't tell. That is kind of my thing. I'm a talker. Um, yeah, if it helps provide any consolation as to how fundraising is going, um, I'm, I'm quite good at pitching. <laughs> Speakers. Anybody else? All right. Well, if that is no more, uh, one of the things that frustrates me with spaces is when they go too long and there's too much useless banter. Um, I would hope that coming away from this space, you have some sense from my kind of monologues of what the status of the project is, what we are working on next, what our vision for the future is, uh, and how we plan to get there. Um, those are the key pieces we are trying to impart to you. Um, we have a lot of exciting things coming up, most near term, you know, not like the pie in the sky thing, but most near term. That is going to be our new UI, new X, UX, and our charts. I'm so excited for charts and DEX aggregation, which, what does that mean? And you might not know what DEX aggregation means. Basically, lots and lots of assets are going to be available. Um, and in addition to like high, far higher efficiency. So um, huge things coming, guys. It's really, uh, it's really, we appreciate you coming along. We appreciate those who ask questions. Uh, we are, again, we are full timers. We are in the chats. We are you're watching the socials. We are memeing. We are pounding pavement. Uh, if you know anybody that would like to get into our seed round, we would love intros. We do offer a finder's fee. If you make an intro that leads to someone supporting our seed round, you are going to get a pretty solid slice of that money. Um, so that's just a way to incentivize uh, anybody to, um, yeah, if you know anybody with capital that would be interested in supporting a project like this, uh, we're true believers in this mission. We're going to be building it for several years. and. Uh, yeah, hopefully doing more of these AMAs to keep you posted on how things are going with that. Um, so thank you all for coming. Have an awesome rest of your Friday. Uh, if you happen to be in a Halloween celebrating place, happy Halloween. We, of course, would not. Um, if you can't tell from my voice, um, I'm from Nepal uh, and we are a Nepalese team. So everybody have a great rest of your holiday. All right, guys. Well, um, we're just going to kick off with some project updates from me. Um, this is Crypto Coronado. You can find me at Crypto Coronado on both Telegram and on Twitter. Um, I'm our CEO here at El Dorado, and we have just had the greatest um, kind of streak of development progress that has also overlapped with uh, the market upturn and Bitcoin price and ETF approval, but also um, it's very interesting the way that the stars are kind of aligning with what we're building um, when looking at the broader crypto market, the broader technological progress of the space, um, and kind of some of the more granular pieces of uh, how Eldorado and Maya and Kujira are coming together. So um, super exciting stuff. Uh, basically, the, the message we have is looking at, at the way things are developing and the timing. Um, 
everything is lining up perfectly for a bull run for both my protocol and for Eldorado and for this general cross-chain space. Um, you know, I, I like the saying uh, that <laughs> if you see the dance video on our page, that's me dancing. I'm a dancer. And uh, timing does not mean uh, doing things fast. Timing thing means doing things at the right time. And uh, it's a very interesting principle. And there are many things in crypto uh, that do not allow you to game the timing aspect of when things come to market. Uh, there were great protocols and ideas that came to market during bad timing that no matter how good their idea was or their team or how much money they threw at a problem, the timing was simply wrong because there are so many variables in trying to launch a successful company that it is, um, it, it is impossible to account for them all. And more than that, is it is impossible to create your own perfect timing uh, as a result of like your own will. So um, timing does not mean doing things fast. It means doing things at the right time. Um, on the one hand, I would have preferred that uh, the Maya roadmap was coming along more quickly and that we had Aztec this summer as we had hoped and summer is now over. Um, and they could, you know, the Kujira integration was faster and was, was live a month ago, things like that. At the same time, this um, longer and more careful approach, uh, not more careful, but the necessary approach that we've taken um, and that Maya has taken to these integrations, I think has set us up in a way, uh, you know, in a fortuitous way that provides for perfect timing. Um, so what's really interesting about uh, this Kujira integration going live and then hopefully uh, at Eldorado are um, our charts and our DEX AG going live ideally in the next day to week. Um, it's unclear if that will happen before or after the weekend. Um, but these are enormous developments and had they happened a month ago, it's possible that nobody would care. Uh, and so I'm looking at this as an incredibly fortunate um, piece of timing um, in the sense that uh, we are going to be able to offer these things as the market is picking up and as we're gaining momentum. and uh, you know, it is um, it is all looking real good. So, uh, some some small things. Uh, our new UI is going to be uh, ideally our new UI and our charts are going to be live possibly by the end of today, um, if not early next week. Uh, one of the things that we struggle with is promising specific dates on things like this. Um, everybody knows in the crypto space, it's always promise, promise, and then things end up not happening on time. Um, it's really nice to be able to um, <laughs> give you some sense, whether it's, I, I like to say, don't promise a date, but promise, is it days, is it weeks, or is it months? Um, and I would say that our new UI and our charts are going to come in a matter of days. Um, that is my rough estimate on that. And while that might seem like a minor thing, realize that there are a bunch of people out there looking for cross-chain swaps and no other DEX interface, cross-chain DEX, to my knowledge, has a good charting system, um, which to me, as coming in and, you know, as we're building this product from zero, I'm like, wow, that's free money on the table. Why are there no charts? We want, like, people like, people like charts. As much as we want to cater to retail eventually, right now, like the DGN crypto space, are traders. They're, you know, you people are investors. You being on this space, you're early to things. And, um, you know, it's important to... Um, to be able to see what you're doing. So uh, anyway, charts um, charts and new UI. I don't know if you've seen glimpses of our UI, but we basically have a a less, a, a non-moving, still very jungly, but non-moving a little bit um, chilled out interface for our homepage. Uh, we know that our 
uh, our interface to date has been uh, some people love it, some people hate it, uh, it's maybe divisive. Um, the words I use when I describe what I want the vision and the, the UI UX to be for Eldorado is I, I like words like immersive and rich. And um, bad design I consider sanitized and too reductionist and modernist. Um, and when I look at all of the old, um, you know, not the old, but when I look at Uniswap and SushiSwap and kind of the precedents that have been set for DEXs, I find them very boring and, and flavorless. So my goal is still, with Eldorado, we want to have a rich, immersive interface. We want it to feel like an experience, which, yes, is not going to be like the most bland and simple, like DeFi spot interface that you've seen. Like, that's not what we're going for. We're trying to differentiate ourselves. We really like this branding of like the city of gold and jungle and gold and torches and temples. Um, so expect more of that. And we have that new interface coming out. Um, uh, hopefully in days, um, ICTO is um, currently working on that. Um, beyond that, uh, behind the scenes, we are um, we are still fundraising. Our seed round is still filling up. It's going um, coming along. And what I can just tell you without any specific numbers there is that interest has picked up massively in our seed round in the past week. Now, to the timing point, was this because of the Kuji integration or was it because of the Bitcoin pump or was it because of you know some favorable just like grassroots support we're starting to get from Kuji and Cosmos projects like Shrimp NFTs, which shouts out them. They've been publishing like free guides on how to use our platform without us asking. Um, was it any of those things? Um, no, it was all of those things, right? You know, this is all kind of um, a combination of factors at the same time. And so we've had a lot of inbound investor interest. Um, our seed round is now, um, people have to compete for it. And we are we are seeing it as like, okay, who do we want in our seed round? We get to choose. Um, we have space left in the lowest valuation tier, which is $4 million. A $4 million valuation is freaking nothing in crypto. So coffee sip. Um, so it's going to be a question of who has aligned values, who do we think is a long-term stakeholder and investor and supporter um, for legal reasons and other things. We don't have investors. We don't call them investors. We have supporters. And our supporters, uh, nudge, nudge, um, are people who are financially uh, supporting our project. But I also like that reframe rather than calling them investors, both because that's um, legally questionable, but also because I, I want to see the people supporting my treasury and who are going to help us pay salaries and help us develop and connect. I want to see them as supporters who are supporting the protocol, um, not just waiting there to sell a speculative token as we have <clears throat> really emphasized a lot throughout, uh, we are not building this, this city of gold with a vision of a speculative token, and we don't plan for it to be a 2024 flash in the pan that disappears. Um, my CTO and I, you know, I, I was at his wedding two weeks ago. Um, we want to be building this for five to 10 years. Uh, we, we are very serious about this company. We're very serious about the promise of Eldorado. Um, this is not something you're going to stop hearing about or that we are going to stop working on for the next many years of our lives. and that. Um, I guess if it takes kind of a personal appeal, like we take that very seriously. Um, so we're positioning ourselves to be working on this for years. Uh, and, you know, the volume is coming. Um, Eldorado volume is picked up uh, at a nonlinear rate. We never expected it to be linear. We expect it to be very low. And then as people find what we're doing and what we can do, large amounts of volume get pushed through our platform. And we've explained this many times, guys. 
our revenue model has two streams. One stream is platform fees. One stream is Maya node. That means we make we make money as a, as a treasury um, to pay salaries and fund marketing expenses. Um, basically, when any activity happens on the Maya network, we make money because we are a node operator, a big one. We're one of the biggest nodes. Uh, so that means anyone who in another context might be seen as our competition is actually our friend because uh, it creates a positive sun relationship where if anyone is channeling volume through Maya, we win. So those are our friends and we like that. That's the kind of relationship we wanna have with other interfaces. Second is platform fees. We take the lowest fees of any Maya protocol interface. If you wanna get Gucci, if you want to do swaps, the lowest fee place you can do that is El Dorado, plain and simple. Uh, and if somebody were to compete with us on that, we would lower our fees. Um, we are proud to be low fee. We are also running a lean, very tight ship in terms of our budget, in terms of our team. Um, we are able to do this and be cost competitive and we don't have this big bloated, you know, oftentimes when com companies raise a bunch of VC money, which we have not done, we've taken zero money from VCs, um, that, you know, they get a, a 50K plus burn rate and they're, they get sloppy with their money. They get sloppy with their finances. We are running a very tight, well-ordered ship um, and we are very financially con conscious, conscious in the sense that we are supported by small numbers of our community. Those are our supporters. That's our seed round. Uh, we are not going to raise again. You're not going to take millions of dollars from VCs. Uh, it's not what we believe in. It's not the kind of protocol we want to build. And we are supremely confident in the profitability of what we are building uh, insofar as we will not need to take large amounts of money from VCs in later on rounds. Um, I like the, the literal envisioning of a seed round and runway. Runway is a, a short period of time after which you leave the ground. Uh, to go raise again would imply that your plane can't fly and that you have to return to the ground multiple times. That's not what we are doing. We need a little bit of runway into 2024 and then we are taking off and we aren't coming back to the ground. Um, and to those who are in the seed round, they're going to own 10% of our revenue model. That revenue model, I'm, I'm looking at the screen right now in terms of what volume passes through El Dorado and what percentage we take, which is currently 75 basis points. Or if you never took econ, that is 0.75 of a percent. Um, in any case, our revenue model is solid. It's just starting to get going. Um, this adoption and the volume pump through it will be nonlinear. Uh, human beings are very bad at thinking nonlinearly. We are good at thinking about uh, man throws spear and the spear falls at a constant rate at a target that is moving at a constant speed. And uh, exponential thinking is very hard for us, whether that's viral growth or exponential flows of capital. Uh, and specifically, financial assets tend to flow exponentially. Um, it's kind of, they slosh around like a liquid. And, uh, you know, I call it liquidity. Um, in any case, if somebody pushes a million dollars worth of Bitcoin through my protocol tomorrow, um, we might close our round because we no longer need to be raising. That, that's where we're at. It would fill our treasury to a point where our goal is not to be beholden to a bunch of supporters or investors. Like our goal is to be a viable, functioning, revenue positive company. And if we are able to cover all of our costs and be profitable, we're gonna lower our fees. We're going to lower our fees as low as we can keep them while still retaining some amount of like um, comfortable cushion in our treasury to fund expansion. You know, we, I, I don't even want to tell you what our budget is right now, but like 
we are spending very, very little money and we are making a lot of progress. We have a full-time CTO developing. We have a couple of us running kind of the back end, the marketing, you know, commissioning suite edits like that one pinned to our profile by Chris Winnig. But overall, like we are running a very lean ship and uh, things are happening fast and it's very bullish. Um, so it's kind of like, if you like this now with barely any budget, uh, you're going to love us when we start cranking revenue and start cranking volume through our platform, collecting that to the treasury, and then we can hire multiple more devs. We're going to be able to, we're going to be able to speed up our development iteration time so so much by helping our CTO. Um, new front end things are going to come faster. Um, cool edits, memes, videos, ambassador programs, things like that. Like once we have a budget, this thing's going to take off, and I know that because a I'm working on it every day, but b it is already beginning to take off and we are basically unfunded uh, and doing this because we believe in the mission, we believe in what we're building and we know it's going to be huge. So uh, if anybody listening is interested in our seed round, uh, get in touch with me, Crypto Coronado, or uh, yeah, DM this main account. Uh, we're always here to have a conversation. And beyond that, we're also here to gather like community input. We want to welcome your ideas. We want to be able to if you have a, if you see a cool thing on a DEX that I've never heard of or a CTO doesn't know about, and you make us aware of that and we can build it, like it, it's so, so much positive potential for gathering inf input, especially from our early community, our early adopters. Uh, so to any of you guys who are out there, you know, in the crypto space and have ideas, what that could be for tokenomics for the Eldo token. Eldo will be our ticker. Um, any of that stuff. Uh, our DMs are open. We are always excited to learn more and to be really gathering best practices. We kind of have a, a humility with what we're doing where it's like, we, we think we know the best way to do this, but we're not 100%. Like we, we are going to need to figure out um, increasingly how to integrate best practices over time um, in an evolutionary process. That's the way we see this. And it's possible that involves pivots and that involves you know more emphasis on our on and off ramp or more emphasis on our trading interface. Um, where the platform goes is going to be a matter of who uses it, how they use it, and our input from community. Um, and so those are the major updates and kind of a, a statement of where we are in late October of 2023. Um, I am up here with Humble, who is one of our team members, uh, and we would like to invite anybody up to ask questions. So, uh, or questions about anything I said as well. So I'm just going to mute here and uh, yeah, um, please ask to speak if you'd like to ask a question. And actually, actually Humble, do you wanna give any update from your end just on the way you see things? Yeah, like uh, we, we, we've seriously seen the uptick uh, with the Kajiri integration has uh, really brought a lot more attention to how Maya is operating and the potential that is there, uh, you know, we have, uh, with Kajira, the USK is coming out and with the greater adoption uh, and the potential that we can have those cross-chain swaps from you know PTC to Kujira and not including what's coming down the road with, uh, as mentioned in Maya's in, in the past, uh, Arboretum and Caspa and uh, eventually Cardano. It's, it's a time to be very bullish in a time of, of a bear, overall bear market. This, this, this is where actual projects are founded, forged, and hardened in order to actually get us to that next level. As you, as we, you mentioned before, like we don't want to be that flash in the pan. We want to be that 
lasting place that you want to perform your financial activities and you want to, you know, be involved with, with the community. Because as you can see, like our swap platform and what we have now is just a, a stepping stone for what will be coming. Not including what Aztec has mentioned, you know, where, where there will be a level uh, side chain with the smart contract capability that utilizes cow as the gas. And there's just so much more that could be built and created on that platform and what we plan to create on that platform. We, we're looking to the community to help uh, shape what they want. We're here for you guys to build what you want. We'll, we'll provide anything we need to, but we're here for the community in order to create something that's usable and functional and creates that financial freedom that everybody wants. So if anybody's got any questions, don't, uh, don't be shy, request the mic and uh, hit us up. We'll answer best us best we can. Yeah, and it, it's kind of funny that those are good, all good points on both, thank you. It's kind of funny, I like forget which hat I'm wearing, right? So the hat that I was wearing for a lot of that monologue was, hey, we're building a badass cross-chain DEX, which is 100% true, and we are. And that's what we have built. And there's kind of a line between like what we have built and what we will build. And I, I just from an ethical perspective, I, I have trouble like hyping up or talking too much about things that don't exist yet. I like feel like it's almost disingenuous to like, well, it's gonna, we're going to have this crazy other things that just don't exist yet, but they're going to be there. Kind of like the, the startup founder who is you know pitching and lying. Um, but so we have, and I love talking about it, everything we've talked about so far, what's cool is it exists already. We have a functioning cross-chain DEX. Um, it's going to have a peer-to-peer -peer on an off-ramp. That's like the next step that I'm really excited about. And that's in the works. But to what Humble said, switching hats from what exists now to what is going to exist, the entire Aztec ecosystem is going to have a Cambrian explosion, and we are going to be a central fixture of it. Um, for those who are late to the party, Aztec is Maya Protocol's programmable L1. Realize that if you're a Thorchain person, you're kind of, Thorchain is limited to Thorchain and what Thorchain does, which is fundamentally facilitate cross-chain transactions and do cross-chain banking, more or less. It does not have a programmable L1. It has no plan to have a programmable L1. Maya Protocol is the same, but 50% more capital efficient. Some interesting improvements because it was built later with the example of Thorchain not being perfect and it has improvements. You kind of have to get into the technical docs to understand the differences, but there are differences that make Maya Protocol per TVL, like if they both have 100 mil TVL, Maya Protocol is 50% more efficient in terms of um, much of its operation. Anyways, Maya is then going to have a programmable L1 that plays into this whole cross-chain liquidity game. DoorChain does not have that. Maya is going to have that. We, we are the first and only Maya native front end, and we are the first project on Maya. Realize that. Like there is not another uh, Door, Door Wallet Dex integrated Maya as a back end thing you can flip on and off. We are the first project on in the Maya slash Aztec ecosystem. And we basically have the stamp of approval from the Maya team to be the central development hub. And what, what does that mean? You know, uh, I've been talking with some of the Thor starter guys. We might build a what we're going to call a fair launcher, essentially a fundraising mechanism, a fair launcher based on some of their sale contracts um, into Eldorado. So like think about a DEX that has like kind of a, a fair launcher. I don't want to call it an IDO platform because we're not going to do pump and dump IDOs, but like a fundraising mechanism for pre-sale tokens on a DEX. We're going to have that as like, you know, a little module attached to Eldorado. 
So we're going to be the central decks of Maya protocol and Aztec chain. We're going to have a fair launcher attached. And then it just becomes a question of how many Legos do we want to add under, and how big of a team can we build to run all these things? Um, there's much talk of how you know, these teams and protocols should be decentralized in our space. Um, I believe that the technology should be decentralized, but if you want to get things done, you need some, some more centralized entities. Um, and they need to be high integrity and they need to be vetted and transparent. Um, but if you look at how like TFL functioned at the center of the Terra ecosystem, outside of the bad things like the algorithmic stable coin, which they, you know, outside of that, essentially TFL with no algorithmic stable coin and no Luna was essentially a development hub. It was giving grants, it was funding projects, it was getting teams together, it was communicating, it was marketing, and it was running the central exchange, TerraSwap. We see Eldorado as, as, as you know, in, in a higher integrity and less risky way, moving to be kind of a, a we call it a central pillar of this Maya and Aztec ecosystem. Um, and this is far beyond just our aspirations as a really badass, really functional, high quality cross-chain DEX, which we are, and we will continue to be and get better. Um, we are going to build a, essentially a, a central pillar of this entire ecosystem that doesn't even exist yet. Um, I've always liked the idea with Maya protocol that, that we are building, we are building three cycles, that, not, not three cycles, market cycles, but like meta narratives in crypto. We're building two or three meta narratives ahead. When is like the Aztec explosion gonna be? Well, timing, probably in the middle of the in the beginning of bull season, like this coming spring of 2024 or later, um, we could not be better positioned to do that. And it would be a bummer, actually, if Maya got Aztec ready and launched it in August of 2023. That was not a happy time in the markets and in anything. Um, so I see this as like supreme timing. We are building our cross-chain decks. It already exists. We're not just like a deck with an idea. But beyond that, we have this opportunity to build something far greater with the programmable L1 that is Maya chain. And uh, I am very excited for that. And when I look at my vision for building this for the next years of my life, uh, the, the Aztec explosion is, um, is a significant one. Um, there has been discussion with the Maya team about maybe changing the name of Aztec because of the other Aztec L2. Um, I don't know what the status on that is, and it's not really up to us. I think names like Inca or Olmec, well, Inca, I'm a history nerd, so Inca is South America and not Central America, so I don't think we should do Inca, but Olmec could be cool. Um, anyways, that is my bit on, uh, just to follow up on Humble, and if anybody would like to ask a question, you are now welcome to uh, come on up and speak. Maybe while we're reading, what, uh, maybe we should uh, let them know how the re redesign of our platform is going to be going and looking forward and what the small changes we can anticipate uh, with how it's going to look. So uh, everyone's as mentioned before, like, all right, everybody, uh, just just uh, as a teaser, it seems like we have a lot of listeners and maybe not a lot of followers along. Um, I am going to from the Eldorado account, because I'm assuming many of you it's Friday, well, Friday morning, depending on where you are. Um, I'm going to share, I don't know if you've seen our latest um, peek at our UI UX, but um, just because you're all listening here, I'm going to, in real time, share some screenshots of what that might look like for you guys all to see. And this is going to be commented on the AMA link. 
Um, again, you guys can all still um, comment things if you want or, or ask to speak if you would like to um, ask a question. Uh, all right, I'm taking screenshots right now and we're gonna show you the new UI UX in real time. Uh, and this is not totally final, but we would love your feedback. And again, you know, when we came out with the, um, the, the kind of the rich moving Maya interface, that was a risk, that was a design risk. Come on, we're not, we're not idiots, it didn't happen by accident. Um, that was a design risk and some people liked it and some people hated it. And, and we had disagreements too within our team as to whether that was what we should be doing um, or not. And at the end of the day, um, I don't know, I think it's important to be um, mindful of all of the feedback and we just always want to be uh, receptive. Okay. Uh, go ahead, uh, Pro. Good question. Yeah, I'm. I'm still searching to. I, I get the ideas that you're planning to implement, but I'm still looking for what's exactly the roadmap for these ideas. Uh, um, the ideas in general. Yeah, you, I mean. I know the uh, I know the for example the ASDAQ is coming in uh, looking at the Maya protocol we know that ASDAQ is probably launching in, in the first quarter of uh, the next year but those uh, ASDAQ is a smart contract platform so what is what is the exactly thing which you want to build on and what's the time frame for that um, so, so we could build something like perps using using Aztec. Um, we could build various, essentially banking, lending, leverage trading, kind of any of the, you know, it, it sounds it sounds reductive to say, but many, many ecosystems need kind of their staple things. They need an exchange, they need an NFT marketplace, they need a lending and borrowing hub. Um, not only can Aztec build all of those, but it's not just going to be like, oh, it's Trader Joe, which is basically Ethereum, but a little faster like on avalanche um instead what it's going to be is more like we can do like you know in interesting cross-chain operations think about all of these things that every ecosystem has and now picture the ability for cross-chain operations and cross-chain liquidity I, I to happen i get that but i mean what is the priority for el dorado for, for so what so right now right now let's talk let's talk in the near term by the way for everybody who is online or on their computers um I just posted four screenshots of what we think our new interface is going to look like. And that is on our main Twitter page. So check that out. Um, so right now we are mostly focused on charts and our new UI UX, uh, followed by DEX aggregation. And DEX aggregation should be um, coming ideally in like the next week. Um, that is looking great. Um, so that's like our near term goals. In, in many ways, our development timeline is, um, is mediated or, or uh, is confined by some degree to how fast Maya is moving along. And we have to be working in close step with them because ultimately we are working to be the best, lowest fee, fastest, smoothest primary front end, but they are the back end. And uh, to do that, 
we need to be in close communication with them. We also need to have good relationships. Um, but we are all, we are all. Um, Maya has good precedent to follow in terms of ThorChain, but at the same time, like anything else in the crypto world, we, we are we are building new things and we are we are kind of building the plane as we fly it. Um, so I mean, I can tell you near term, like I just gave you the list of the features up front. So in the grand scheme, you know, in order for us to think about what we want to build on Maya first or to start incubating projects on Maya, um, on Aztec, I mean, Aztec's Maya, we need to start essentially putting out feelers as to what's possible and when it will be live. But we are somewhat like confined by the development timeline. And we also are confined by bandwidth. Um, we have basically a team of three or four right now. And um, we don't have a lot of funding. And so we want to and need to raise money, crank more revenue, hire more people, and that will expand our ability to build these things faster and more efficiently. Um, but again, we're just at such early stages right now. Um, we're doing as much as we can as it becomes technically possible. So, so what are your goals to raise the money? Uh, like what are the details of our seed round? Yeah, well, I know this is seed, right? But there was also an idea to release the tokenomics. I think that's part of the way to capture <laughs> value. Yeah, or... so that's possible. I actually don't like that idea, um, specifically because most tokenomics are bullshit. Like they're lies. Like they're uh, they're a chart that somebody put together in Excel and made a nice Canva diagram for, <laughs> but they're not cryptographically binding. Like most tokenomics are something that. Founders, and I know this because I've been working in crypto for long enough, sorry to ruin this for you, but uh, most tokenomics are lies. And it's that founders can essentially change, they can essentially change many things about tokens up until the moment of launch. So like the version of tokenomics that they raise money on is often not the version of tokenomics that they end up launching. And where we're at right now is our raise is $500,000 for 10% of Eldorado. And when I say 10% of Eldorado, I didn't say the Eldo token, although that is the plan, right? So there's 100% of the token, 10% is going for 500K, that reflects a $5 million valuation. And the exact form and structure of that Eldo token, we are still deciding exactly what we want it to look like, how we wanna shape it. Um, we're trying to gather what we consider like the best practices long-term from the Thor token, from the TGT token, from like our favorite DEX tokens that are comparable, but also taking into account, we have this new ability as a programmable L1, um, capable chain we also have to decide where is our token is it on maya chain is it is it on aztec um there are many of these things that are up in the air technically um and so almost the opposite of a founder who will lie to you and tell you on a slide like this is exactly our tokenomics and here's how we're going to do it and then they end up changing it because they were just trying to raise money we are saying we are offering 10 percent of the thing and we are still figuring out exactly what the thing is and how it works. Um, and yeah, that's what I can tell you. And that's for me, coming from me as somebody who's been involved in a lot of tokens and I, I have found the ethics behind people launching them to be very low. And uh, I want to be incredibly transparent and also try to do the best thing for our community and best thing for our platform. Um, and that very likely means in Q1 or Q2 of 2024, when we are going to launch a token, we gather all of the best, smartest minds, the gigabrains, and we figure out what the best possible model is for a long-term like value accrual mechanism. Um, 
but I'm very not tied to releasing concrete tokenomics that I don't think would be honest. Mm. I got that. And I, I, I realize here's the thing. I realize that's a that's an unsatisfying answer, and it's a good question. But yeah, that's where we're at. And at the end of the day, we're being stubborn, man. We don't have a single VC on our cap table. We've accepted no VC money. That is stubbornness. Uh, it would be way easier to try to get VCs to throw us a bunch of money, and then we're beholden to them, or we have to jump through the hoops, and we are just not doing it. Yeah. So the thing is, and I'm, I'll be honest with you, the thing is, what I find difficult is how you want to manage this all the coming months. So uh, as you said before, it's your Eldorado isn't, as of, as of now, it's not a really big team, right? So how are you going to manage this all? Well, I mean, our revenue has basically doubled in the past two weeks. At this rate, we are going to have more and more money to bring in more and more full-time people. Um, we're vetting people very carefully in terms of who we want to work with. We want high-integrity people. We want people that we meet in the real world and have real relationships with. As much as we are kind of anon, it's important to us that we um, have some sense of who we're working with and that we can trust them and that they are a good worker and that we are setting high standards for the team. Uh, and that comes largely from kind of our founding team and our leadership. and. Um, establishing that like the starter couple people um, are going to set the tone for the entire rest of the um, the company. But essentially, to that answer, we are raising money. Like I have fundraising calls today, tomorrow. I had two yesterday. Like people are interested in getting in, and we're slowly raising money. And as that money increases, and as our treasury grows, just from protocol revenue. We will start hiring and building out an apparatus to really scale this thing. Um, and it's only going one direction, and that is that is up and right. All right, thanks. Thank you for the uh, thank you for the answers. Thank you for the question. And and yeah, um, those are yeah, those are good. Those are the hard questions, right? <laughs> it's very easy for me to sit up here and spin you a big story, right? Very hard for you to get, or very hard to say, okay, how are you going to do that? And those are important questions. So, uh, would anybody else like to hop up and ask a question? And if not, um, we might close this up. Uh, again, I posted uh, some look and feel at our new interface um, on the Eldorado main. So, uh, go check that out. We have some cool, um, yeah, just some cool look and feel. I think it's still very jungly, it's still gold. Um, and th these aren't the final looks. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be an iterative process. At the end of the day, we know the most important thing is our function, right? It's uh, can we deliver really smooth transactions and all of these things. Um, yeah, so anybody, if they have any more questions or they want to just drop it in the chat or attach to this, just uh, go ahead. Oh, we got one here. Go ahead, Ross. Ross, how's it going, sir? You're muted. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Nice to share with you. Uh, I just wanted to ask. Yesterday, after the the space we've been together, when we listened to the other project, I just popped into the page which you were sharing with Eldorado, and I'm yeah. basically heavy Cosmos user, so I got IBC familiar and everything else. And it's it's good yeah. to give a bit more clarity how people can onboard. 
how people can onboard and uh, if there is any whitelisting and stuff like that. Thank you. Um, I don't know what you mean by whitelisting, but just are you saying for generally just using the platform? Yes, yes, because I, I was trying and I couldn't really onboard. Interesting. Um, so I, th I think the key would be um, just having some degree of, I mean, if you have a key store or a multi-chain wallet, the goal is you can plug in and you can start swapping. And especially when our, we get our DEX aggregation up um, through Cosmos and IBC, we're going to be able to link to like many, many assets. And the goal would be that we um, are simply a one-stop shop. Um, I, I don't know what wallet you're using, but our goal is that you can go from zero to one on our platform. And it might mean that if you don't have a multi-chain wallet, you could go to the top right and click connect wallet and download a new key store. And that would be the wallet you use for Eldorado. Um, I'm personally a fan of spinning up more wallets because people should decentralize kind of their risk and their, um, that's just my personal thing. I have many wallets and I'm fine with that because I'd prefer to do that. Um, but in terms of onboarding, Humble, do you have any like specific advice to his question there? I, I don't know if I'm getting that at that exact. Yeah, so like right now, there, there's there are really two main options that uh, to be used on our platform. So uh, XDeFi is one with the key store and key store itself. As time progresses, as more wallets integrate Maya itself, I believe uh, Leap is one that'll be coming and there'll, there'll be other Cosmos wallets uh, It'll be integrating Maya itself. So as it stands right now, we're a little limited based on the connectivity, but your best bet is creation of a, a key store wallet and or XDFi uh, to create that multi-chain wallet to make that connection. Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds good because at the moment, because I didn't have that kind of wallet and it, it was like, I'll do it later, you know, you know because I was doing different things. Yeah, the the, the the wallet uh wallet connection is is one aspect that uh, Maya itself has been wrangling for a while and uh, it's a challenge for to get people on board on a new chain but it doesn't go without effort uh, we see it every day on the back end with uh, the Maya team progressively making strides toward having that connectivity within uh the greater ecosystem but uh, a large uh wallet we we chose XDFi because it doesn't just connect Cosmos, it connects Cosmos, Ethereum, Arborinum, Avalanche, uh, Bitcoin. It, it's that one-stop shop as mentioned before, and we, we think that's probably and likely our best bet for connection, but we do have to wait on the wallet integrations by the wallets themselves. So at this time, our, a key store XDFi connection or just a key store wallet connection is your best bet for, for onboarding. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, any other uh, questions from anybody else? Just raise your hand, make a request. And uh, on on that note, I just want to ask you a question back, Ross. Um, I I and we are trying to make as many positive relationships as we can with ecosystems like Cosmos and like uh, essentially, I, we can take this to DMs. But like, we want to know how from step one, when you get to our website, we can be more Cosmos friendly or what guide you know we we could even like pay you to write a guide on like el dorado for a cosmos person or write a twitter thread and like our goal is we really want to reach out to these communities um and we it sounds like hokey but like we care like we care about you being able to use our platform and uh giving the best user experience possible especially considering that you know i'm looking in the chat here we have door chain people we have terra people we have cosmos people we have probably some 
uh, ETH, ETH people and some hopefully no toxic Bitcoin maximalists. But um, at the end of the day, we'd love your help in making this like as as applicable as possible. So uh, if you could, um, yeah, let's like have a DM. I, I'd love to know essentially how could we write a Cosmos guide? It's like I, I am not personally super deep in Cosmos, and nor have I been because there's too many things going on. Um, and so I would love if you know, I, I would love to write a Cosmos guide in the language that people on the Cosmos side will understand. So anyway, um, whether that's going on spaces with Cosmos people, uh, I know Cosmos, Cosmos Hoth is one of our big supporters. Um, he's actually in our seed round, Cosmos Hoth, if you don't follow him. But um, yeah, anyway, we would love to do that outreach and write a guide or something. Well, good for us, because I'm going to be part of the week up, so there is going to be a lot of content creation going on there so there is definitely going to happen something like that what you're saying and then we may discuss that so so we can do a tutorial video or something like best rules try anything so yeah this is definitely going to happen if there is because because people people will have difficulties if they're not like this technical because now we're expecting brand new users which are not black for me like ledger first uh, uh but there is people who like binance you know and they 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 need a bit more explanation to do that to to be able to onboard for them it's going to be impossible without any help totally, man. And, and i've always said that like the best the best customer we have is the one that makes their first wallet to use our platform like we want to be able to onboard people not just from other web3 ecosystems or from binance or from centralized exchanges I, I want to onboard, you know, my my brother-in-law who doesn't own any crypto, and I need him to get his first wallet. I need him to get his first Satoshi's or his ETH, and uh, his first his first Atom, and uh, yeah, that's kind of the vision we're building with, and that's also why we want our phrasing and our terminology to be um, non-crypto specific. You know, when we talk about things like liquidity providing and LPs and just the little words around there, we want to make it as as generally friendly to every person, whether they're in crypto or not, as possible. Um, that's just as a marketing thing. So anyways, I'm gonna shoot you a DM after this and we would love to talk about like how we can do this better um, for the Cosmos ecosystem and, and beyond. This is a marketing thing and we want um, our community involved in helping us communicate what we have, which is something very valuable for everybody. Cool, thank you so much for that question. Would anybody else like to hop up? I realize we're getting um, late on and towards the hour mark, and uh, I have been talking a lot. You can't tell that is kind of my thing. I'm a talker. Um, yeah, if it helps provide any consolation as to how fundraising is going, um, I'm I'm quite good at pitching. <laughs> Speakers, anybody else? All right. Well, if that. Is no more. Uh, one of the things that frustrates me with spaces is when they go too long and there's too much useless banter. Um, I would hope that coming away from this space, you have some sense from my kind of monologues of what the status of the project is, what we are working on next, what our vision for the future is, uh, and how we plan to get there. Um, those are the key pieces we're trying to impart to you. Um, we have a lot of exciting things coming up, most near term, you know, not like the pie in the sky thing, but most near term, that is going to be our new UI, new X, UX. And our charts, I'm so excited for charts and DEX aggregation, which what does that mean? And you might not know what DEX aggregation means. Basically, lots and lots of assets are going to be available 
um, and in addition to like high, far higher efficiency. So um, huge things coming, guys. It's really, uh, it's really, we appreciate you coming along. We appreciate those who ask questions. Uh, we are, again, we are full timers. We are in the chats. We are, you're watching the socials. We are memeing. We are pounding pavement. Uh, if you know anybody that would like to get into our seed round, we would love intros. We do offer a finder's fee. If you make an intro that leads to someone supporting our seed round, you are going to get a pretty solid slice of that money. Um, so that's just a way to incentivize uh, anybody to, um, yeah, if you know anybody with capital that would be interested in supporting a project like this, uh, we're true believers in this mission. We're going to be building it for several years. And uh, yeah, hopefully doing more of these AMAs to keep you posted on how things are going with that. Um, so thank you all for coming. Have an awesome rest of your Friday. Uh, if you happen to be in a Halloween celebrating place, happy Halloween. We, of course, would not. Um, if you can't tell from my voice, um, I'm from Nepal, uh, and we are a Nepalese team. So everybody have a great rest of your holiday and your weekend. And this is Crypto Coronado signing off. Cheers. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and plate Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets Dead ends dragging out the max amount of payments Red down days Got him acting all bankless Yo fam, what? Check these token knocks They probing this bear Flexing broken knives I had to lay my soul down I'm just roasting knives And then to end a long day Eleven bowls of chronic Never known the politic I was born to frolic It's been my policy To pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists Jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity Before they hit rock bottom Over the impossible loss It's all moss And I'm liking the odds Fondue in the morning Forming mycological bonds Flick the cap, yo the world is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud Looking for mercy Before they find themselves Working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures Under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy While the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lay Stacked and non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the high like the shit is play for keeps clowns white knight and all these Maybellines They call it implausible when model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community All these low hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the street Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Say and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served
Spaces.